0: I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is, Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show.
1: All right, this is The Big Douglas Show. Big Pooh is with us today. Pooh, how is the weather down in Charlotte? y'all get affected much by that storm? Uh, yeah, it rained. Um I
2: was dealing with some rain earlier today. I think it's supposed to rain again today. <clears throat> but the sun is shining. Um, it cooled us off a little bit. So, you know, not thankful for the storm, but thankful for the reprieve from the, the mid-90
1: heat. It's, it's been hot. You're right. All right, yeah. Star, you
0: guys are getting, you know, you guys are getting jumped on today too, aren't you? Yeah, big time. It just now started slow, but I think we're going to get some more again tonight. But, yeah, it was real bad. So now it's just like the, a sauna when you go outside, which is, you know, just lovely. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: well, football's here, so you know it's getting ready to cool off, which I know you will appreciate, Stuart. Stuart's one of these guys that will be walking around with shorts year-round, because that's how <laughs> he gets down. Uh, but I am, too, Stuart. I'm just kidding. I am, too. All right, let's get to the 53-man rosters. Now. Let's get to it. Uh, let's start this way, Stuart. Uh, which of these position groups are you the most concerned about after the initial 53 cut?
0: Cornerbacks. cornerbacks. I, I got some intriguing questions and observations, but, but when you phrase it like that, I have concerns about the cornerbacks. I mean, we got half the cornerbacks are one, – one's a veteran who has been traveling around. One is a second-year player, third-year player nothing much and there's Troy who frankly shouldn't see the field as a cornerback so I mean what are we looking at I'm really concerned about our cornerbacks besides I mean, I actually, the starting three besides the starting three right I, I, I actually think we're good at cornerback
2: um Bobby McCain can play corner that's what he started off as as a corner uh Cam Curl he plays the Buffalo Nickel so he'll, he'll he plays a little corner um Definitely don't want to see Troy Aikman out there um, <laughs> playing anything mm-hmm. but special teams. Yeah, and uh, my concern is actually the linebacker depth.
1: Um, mm-hmm. after the it, top it three, seems like that's a lot of people thoughts there, too.
2: Yeah, after after the three, and you got a rookie. You have mm-hmm. Holcomb, who looked like he's a little bit more improved this year with no injuries, and then you got Bostic, everybody's favorite. Why is he still on the team? Pick um, that. Who's the fourth? Oh, Kalik Hudson. Yeah, another special teams guy. Like yep. that scares me. <laughs> like, I, the corners, not as much as the
0: how, how bad the linebackers scare me. It's it's interesting, Pooh. I think the answer, your your rebuttal to my cornerbacks, will be my rebuttal. Although I totally agree with you, but will be my rebuttal to you, and it's it is also the safeties. I think we're going to see a lot more safeties on the field. Yeah, and that's, that's why right. they're they're oddly formed at cornerback and they're oddly formed at linebacker because you're going to see, uh, you know the 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 curls and the Collins filling in with different spots, Buffalo Nichols or large linebackers, et cetera. I, I, that must be the answer because they're both they're both odd to me. Both the cornerbacks and the linebackers are odd position groups right now.
1: I, I think I think you're both right because well, the corners, Stuart, I think. Look, they're going to play the top three corners mid-tire. They liked, I guess, he'll get some run. They said Robert Stipp because they wanted some veteran leadership, which I thought was odd because, I mean, Fuller and William Jackson and Field are both veterans at this point. But that was the reasoning. If that's what they want, that's fine. Troy Atkey is not going to see the field, I don't think. Remember, they wanted to put him at corner last year. Without a preseason, they just couldn't do any of it, and so they just left him at safety. Uh, that's fine with me this you're both right it comes out of the safeties it comes out of the safeties they're going to play a ton of safeties all over the place five one five you know five two four but there'll be tons of them because of the fact that they like those tweeners and in a division with lots of tight ends uh and running backs and catch the ball that's probably the most important it's why i think they've been uh linked to this uh bernard mckinney that played down in miami uh, oh, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe adding the linebacker that way. Uh, I think Mayo went back up to the 53. Remember, too, for those listening, that this thing's going to change a bunch. You know what I mean? Like this this 53 that they've got today is not going to be the 53 on the opening day. It probably won't be by the end of this weekend, uh, which is odd that way. Uh, Jimmy Moreland didn't make it. Poob, I, I would assume that you were surprised by that. A little. Uh, I thought he would make it over
2: Roberts. I didn't think he would make it over McTier, Uh, but I thought he would make it over Roberts. And I was reading that they felt like Roberts had a fantastic last two weeks. Um, and I think Jimmy Moreland, I think he was just one of them guys who, not that he was bad, but it was just, we can get that in other places because he didn't play teams. So I think once you start getting... Well, I think what what happened first was Benjamin St. Juice was better than expected, which pushed uh, Fuller into the slot, his more natural position, which then left Moreland a man without a country, uh, so to speak. And so I, I think that they like what McTire brings on the outside more than they like what uh, Moreland brought on the outside and Roberts for experience. You can throw him in. He cannot play for a couple weeks and then you throw him in and he should be fine, should be fine. Uh, And then the ability to bring McCain down and, and then obviously have curl covering. So I think that's, that all spelt the end for Jimmy Moreland. And I, I knew what it was when I watched, I knew the score and I still watched some of that last preseason game mm-hmm. and I saw Jimmy Moreland on the field and I knew what it was. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're fighting for your Washington football team career right now, because there's no way you're playing in this game. If you were solidified and, and you're not playing this much. And then when, um, was the second preseason game, when they set out, uh, Fuller and, uh, yes. and, and, and Jackson, um, Jackson. Yep.
1: Moreland didn't start. Yeah. He, he
2: didn't right. start. And, and offered, You know
1: what it is also, Poo, They they love physical traits. And he's just not very big. No. And he offers no position flex. And no. it's funny, but we know that's the name of the game with Ron is position flex. Uh, also, just for what it's worth, we were on that uh, same juice outside real early around here. So just saying that uh, we had that uh Pooh, if uh at the secondary and the linebackers made us a little nervous, what is the deepest and best of the position groups that we got at the 53 cut down?
2: Defensive line. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the def-
2: defensive line. That was that was all that was the the, the always defensive line the, the shocker is always they don't have a veteran backup on the end. Um, right. they like they which they, they like that they, they could have had if they wanted. They could have had it if they wanted, but they like what they have. But I think the other, <laughs> you go to the other side of the ball, the wide receiver position is another position where we knew it was going to be, it was going to be some surprises there. And um, for them to 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 go Gandy, pretty much Gandy over Mill, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I, 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 yeah. That was a shock for me because of how Gandy kind of, came on these last few weeks at least in the games so to see him I mean I know he's back he's on the practice squad which I figured they would try to do but to see them take Milne over him but I believe Milne offers more on special teams than what Gandy does so uh Gandy Gold excuse me so that that was that's that was a deep position as well they had a lot of decisions to make on that side of the ball um but, yeah, the deepest and the strength of the team is the defensive line, man. That was the – we knew that coming in. We know that going into the season. We knew pretty much who was going to be there. It was it was them backup DN roles that we kind of was like, okay. But I, even that, I wasn't too worried about. As long as you have a DN that's stout in the run, you can create matchups and blitz packages and things to make up for the lack of pass rush with. Uh, you know, non explosive DNs. The problem would come is if we hope it doesn't, but if one of the starting DNs were to, were to have to miss some time, then you'll have the issue with you know the backups. But going into week one, I, I once I didn't see them go pick up a veteran, I knew they was just going to run with what they had, but it, it wasn't even going to matter because you got the guys, as long as the guys inside doing their thing, they make it easy for anybody on the outside.
1: Uh, Stuart, did it surprise you that they didn't go out and get a, a veteran to add to that mix?
0: To the DNs in particular? No. No, it, it didn't. I mean, I think if you look at the longevity, the health of both Sweat um, and uh, <laughs> Young, th- those, yeah. guys have, those guys have been healthy. Yeah. I think Young had one major injury in college, right? But, but otherwise, th- those guys have not had injury. I knew Sweat had the not coming out of college, but that was never a real thing. Those guys have stayed healthy. I think they're just going to ride them as long as they can. I think the other thing to consider is that even if they brought in the veteran, there would have been a drop in talent no matter who they brought in, right? I I mean, you're not going to a veteran behind them and replicating what those two guys do. So there was going to be a drop anyways, and I think they are fully committed to going to the youth movement, except for Adam Humphreys, which, of course, they wanted to hold on to. though.
1: You say that because I've been saying that Humphers would not make a team all offseason. I know that. Uh, who knows that? That's why he's laughing as well.
0: Everybody was does on that. that.
1: I was on that. Again, You waited uh, 10 minutes to, to get off the Humphers shot. Uh, surprising uh Listen, I, I still don't. I still don't get it. He offers no position flexes. What they want, I don't think he's going to see the field that much anyway. So I don't think it's a big deal. I do think it's interesting what Ron and them did this year, as far as how they went about selections, and it's kind of a little bit about what we've talked about on this show for about a month, which is guys that you think can stick on the practice squad and guys you don't. I think Dax Milner got picked up by the Jets to go with his buddy from BYU in a heartbeat. So I really mm-hmm. don't think that they thought he'd make it that way where a guy like Yandy Golden, one, you figure he's gonna make it. And two, if he doesn't, you know, okay. Uh they kept four tight ends. But again, I think if they'd have wanted to go three, they could have done, and I said, like Reyes to the uh on the team because I, I think somebody would have picked him up just for his uh you know for the traits and the size mm-hmm. whereas if they could put um, ricky seals jones on now they didn't do that but i do think that's kind of the way they went about it. i don't think they think patterson would have made it through waivers so do you think uh barber makes it through waivers yeah he probably does answer their credit they did uh it's interesting every year we assume that all these guys will get picked up by somebody else uh it looks like once Moreland gets healthy and they settle whatever the injury settlement is he'll find a new home but he'll be the only one does that surprise you Stuart?
0: No, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was looking through a lot of the lists today of, of who got dropped off and uh, Marcus Ball, he, he got cut from the team that he got picked up to uh, Sean Davis, who we cut last year, he got cut again, uh, right. the Colts let him go. So no, no, I mean, this is, these are uh, a lot of holdovers from the previous regime, and, and guys who are only here because they weren't doing a good job of building up the roster. This this roster is solid. And it's promising, too. So it's not just solid in the sense like it's veteran. I think it's solid, but it's also promising that I think it's going to get better and better. Uh, I'm really excited about this roster.
2: This is also
0: something, Doug, me and you have been talking
2: about all offseason was that this is only year two of a rebuild. That's right. Yes, And I think some of the, 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 the selections they made as far as who they kept versus who they cut had to do with long-term potential versus immediate return. So yes. you know, like you said, Jared Patterson, he wouldn't have made it through waivers. Uh Sammy Reyes, he wouldn't have made it through waivers. You can't expose them type of that type of talent to the to the other teams in the in the league. So um I, I think that Ron is trying to balance out today versus tomorrow. And that's why you let a Moreland go and you take a risk on a McTier. And you let a Benjamin St. see more time on the field. I mean, he's earned it. So you let him do that. Uh, you let a, I, I really think Adam Humphreys is only around. And I could be mistaken because they have no player that runs the slot. Like he is the veteran slot mentor at this point. And I think that's why he stayed around. You can't throw Mill in there early. Diami Brown is more on an uh, outside guy. You know, of course Terry can run it, but you don't want him getting beat up over the middle all game. Uh, Samuels going to be all over the field. Whenever we see him on the field, he's they want him to have the flexibility to play wherever they need him to play. So I think that's why uh, Adam Humphreys stayed on the team. It was going to be between him or Sims Jr. Sims Jr. obviously got cut a while ago. So once I saw well, him I'll, I'll cut, take
1: I'll take Hulk over Steven Sims Jr. for sure. I, I will give you yeah. that uh, well, every time. Once
2: he got cut, I
1: knew Humphreys was a guarantee he was a lock for the
2: roster yeah. because they, they had no other pure slot receiver once they cut Steven Sims Jr. So um it interesting. It, it's it's like you said, I mean, by the end of today, it could be some changes with the 53 and the practice squad. Who knows? But uh, it, it was very interesting seeing how I, – I wasn't surprised until we got to the Jimmy Moreland. You know, little surprise with Jimmy, little surprise with Gandy Golden. But the rest of the cuts, I was not shocked at all. It, it was no shocks
0: there. No shocks. The tight end position is interesting. You guys have talked about how they are – uh, buying into younger players and realizing that they might have gotten stolen if they let him go. And that's, I think we're all in agreement that happened with what would have happened with Reyes as well. But what's interesting is that they kept uh, Seals-Jones. And I think that's because not only did they not want to uh, make Reyes vulnerable to get picked up, but I also don't think that they think he can play much early.
1: So not they're right. basically sure. stashing <laughs> him
0: on their active roster, right. really. Yeah. I don't know how, how often that happens, but he's going to be stashed on the active roster.
2: No yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. Let's not be surprised if he comes up with a mysterious injury in the next week or so where, right. where right. He, but yeah. but they do but they do say he's actually the best blocker uh, right. or one, I uh, out of the yep. tight end out of the tight ends he's the best he's the most physical at the point of attack um oh wow and it, it, it's amazing how he's formed his blocking technique so fast, but he's the best yep. blocker they said the catching. He's very athletic, but the catching is the part he's not natural yep. in at yep. this point in his career.
1: He, he actually was at the podium today or yesterday and said, you know, because he had options. And mm-hmm. he here him uh, because of the tight ends coach, who he said, you know, is the best coach he's ever had of all this, not just football, obviously, because he had to be football coaches, but of all the, of all the coaches, uh, we could take five seconds and do this. There's, there's. If Ron wanted Cam Newton, he could have been had him. Who yell at the people, <laughs> please, that uh, Cam, Cam Newton... Cam Newton
2: will team. not be coming to Washington. Ron had two chances. He had last <laughs> offseason, this offseason. If he wanted Cam Newton, he would have Cam Newton. He, he sees what mostly all of us sees that aren't delusional Cam Newton fans. While he can be very serviceable, His career isn't over, you know, as far as his, you know, how much game he has left in him. But he is not the guy you want running your offense if your goal is to have a diverse offense. If you're trying to push the ball downfield, if you're trying to spread the ball around, he is not the guy. Cam Newton is a guy, if you want to run a very run-heavy offense, a la what they have in Baltimore or what they have in Tennessee, You get a Cam Newton for that. You don't bring a Cam Newton in if you're trying to to have your passer with over 4,000 yards in the season. He's not the guy. And that's, you know, even with the New England talk, I, I understood what they want. It's like we've seen how they played. Now, obviously, Tom Brady isn't there. He ain't walking back through that door. But we know what they want to play like. And they had to adjust their system for Cam Newton last year. I'm pretty sure they had to tailor, you know, they had to, it's a whole chunk of McDaniels playbook that they never even got into because of their lack of weapons. And then the type of quarterback Cam is, that's not what they wanted. And they have a quarterback who's going to go through his growing pains, but it's what they want. So, you know, Cam Newton isn't coming to Washington, people. And with that, we'll
1: quickly move move on there. Stuart, uh, who's talking about dynamic offense? How, how
0: hot is Scott Turner's uh, seat this year? It's not hot. No. Okay. It's, it's not hot. I, I mean, I, I've, if he just utterly lays an egg and the whole team falls apart, okay, but no, I, I don't think so. His His seat gets hot if the offense doesn't perform
2: this year because now there's no excuse. You have even with Heineke, you have two quarterbacks. They're going to spread the ball around. They're, you know, they're going to stretch the ball downfield. They're not going to dink and dunk um, the whole game. They actually going to, you know, know know the offense. So I, I think that as long as Heineke or Fitzpatrick is controlling the offense, Scott Turner's seat gets hot next season if the offense doesn't take a tremendous step up from where it where it was last year
0: yeah let see I think there's a difference between saying is his seat hot or are there very high expectations for him to perform yes there are very high expectations for him to perform this year absolutely but no. but to say hot that he then gets fired or something no no and this day- I think there was a lot of promise last year. I think there was a good reason why things didn't quite go right. There weren't quite the weapons, and then the quarterback position was just tragic. Uh, so there's high expectations, and rightly so, and I think it's duly warranted, and I I, I expect it to work out.
1: I do, I think it will work out, too. I'm a big fan of his, but you're right. There's I, I was thinking about this. I mean, is there a better – I mean – Really, is there a better collection of speed, more speed and diverse weapons on any other roster? Uh, the, Chiefs? Mean, maybe... the Chiefs? The Chiefs? <laughs> yeah, 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 the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs and, Cal- the Chiefs and, and really, Frank quite frankly, the Cowboys have a lot of speed, too. But I mean, what I'm getting at, though, is I mean, there's no excuses for the quarterback this year. There's no excuses for the offensive coordinator this year. They, they brought in all those weapons around Fitzpatrick to put up points and move the ball down the field. Uh, Stuart Bravera was back to this. We look at Brandon Sheriff as a cornerstone of the franchise
0: type thing.
1: Now he's I got the number 20 million for next year. I mean, is that, I mean, what what's going on here with that?
0: I, I heard that yesterday. And I started thinking the same thing. What, what what type of political maneuvering was that statement? I just don't get it. It <laughs> seemed like they had already determined to move on. Uh, i mean, right. I actually hold on to him for this year, but that's it. And then to make that statement as if like, we're still going to work on trying to hold on to this cornerstone. And I, I don't get, I, I don't agree in doing it one, but I don't get where the statement comes from. It was really confusing. Uh,
2: I, I, I think it was, it was definitely, you know, political. It was the, you know, showing we still have faith and we, and we want you here, but knowing more than likely you're not going to be here next year. I, I think it was one of them moves. Like, He's going to do you think they'd to,
0: actually offer a new contract to him? Do you actually think I, they'd really re-engage? I think they do. Yeah. I think okay. they do. I, now, whether he takes
2: it or not is going to be the, you know, <laughs> the term, right. factor, but I think they're they they going to they offer, offer them
1: it to him. A couple.
0: Yeah, like,
2: yeah. They I, offer
1: I, a couple now.
2: I, I've always said I think the discrepancy probably comes with Brandon Sheriff is health. And if you're yeah. going to be paid like the top guard in, in NFL, right. I need you on the field all season. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I believe that's the big thing because when he's on the field, he does his thing. Like he's an all pro guard. Yes. Like yes. When he's on the field, when <laughs> he's like, on the field.
1: Yes. Well, And Stuart, you and I have talked about this, uh, who we probably have too, but I mean, Rivera did this deal in Carolina once, right? Like paid the guard big ass money. And I think he regretted that instantly. So I, I don't know. It was just odd to hear him say that because, I think 48 told us that they tried to make him the highest-paid guard in the league already. We're close to it, and and he said no thanks. He said all the right things. Wants to be in town. They've said all the right things. They haven't. I, I'm stunned they hadn't tried to trade him. Somebody's get not telling the truth. Well, nobody's that's right. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think
2: they're going to trade him. And I, no. I know why they're not going no, no, to trade they him. They
1: have already done that.
2: Yeah, I. I just think that they they knew they could buy another year of preparing for his eventual departure. And, and, and I I think they're hoping that either that becomes Eric Flowers position next year, or Sadiq Charles finally settles into, you know, a guard position. Cause I, I I truly believe he's going to be a guard um, on this team. Anyway, Uh, the way they threw Cosme right into that right tackle, fresh out of fresh out of college, I think guard is is, going to be where he winds up. So I, I definitely think they, they basically just say, okay, we have another year to prepare to find his replacement, but we're going to continue to say the right things. Uh, you know, Ron, Ron is a guy who's always said the right things and played, tried to play, you know, the political cards right. And, and I just think that's what this was here because everybody knows they can't even discuss a contract, discuss a contract until the off season. So what's it's the interesting, harm interesting to
0: What's interesting is that I recall the comment yesterday. It, it, no one asked him about it. That was out of – he. he's the one who Genesis yeah. even bringing him up. As, Rob and was like, does Why? That. He could have said it, and-
1: it drives Del Rio crazy. Have you, have you heard Del Rio's press conferences? Sometimes they'll ask him questions and he'll be like, uh, well, I don't talk about things like that. The uh, head coach might give you all some nuggets like that, but I won't. And I'm always surprised. It's kind of a little bit of shot at the head coach there, but it makes me laugh.
0: One more comment on the Sheriff, though. It does work out to have him because it only benefits as an asset to Cosme's growth to have that veteran there at yeah. uh, left guard. So I'm right. all for him being on the roster right now. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting. They've got Charles at right tackle two and left tackle three
2: right now. He's, the, he's the swing offensive lineman. He's the ultimate yeah. swing guy. He's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's going he's gonna to have – they're going to put him everywhere but center. Like he's going to, yeah. he, I think as they figure out what's going to be, end up being the best position for him, where he finds his place in the league. And I think he'll find it after this season, a healthy season. Um Cause last year he, you know, he, he had the calf thing and then he played like two plays and had the knee thing. And <laughs> so I think once, you know, he get a full season under his belt, they'll figure out kind of where he, where he should be. Um But for now he's definitely going to swing. He's, they're going to give him a shot at whatever because he – you never know. He could be the left tackle of the future, you know. Yeah. He just hadn't had a chance to, well, to, to listen, play that they position. They would love
1: that. They Absolutely. Love have the Absolutely. As to find. I don't know if he'll be that or not, but that would be a bonus. Absolutely. Uh, Stuart, let's uh, – just in case we don't have you all before the first game of the season again, what, uh, what makes for a good season for Washington this year?
0: Winning the division – going to the playoffs you know it's interesting that is across
1: the board The, I mean really we're talking more yeah everybody that I've talked to over the last month and a half and I've probably gotten 10 of these what does at least 10 of these what does the season look like I'm always amazed not surprised uh, but amazed I mean people want that playoff and I think it's because they really without Again, Pooh, you're right. Year two of a rebuild, they didn't really do anything drastic other than William Jackson. But there's since around the league in general, there's a buzz building about this Washington team. And and I'm always stunned that it's not, you know, I've gotten like three, let's say, you know, just making progress and improvements. But I bet you 75, 80% of the people are with you, Stuart. I mean, we got
0: to get back to the playoffs and try to win one, a home playoff game. I do want to caveat, though. I think it's also winning the division. In other words, it's not just yeah. going to the playoffs. I mean, I'm not going to get a frown, well, making the playoffs. The yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but it, it's, it's both, actually. I, I just, you know, we won the division now. Like, that's what, that's what we should be expecting as a good season now is to win the division, go to the playoffs. Obviously, I'll take the playoffs and not win the division, but I think it's both. I think once you start, once the
2: preseason started and you started to get a look at the other teams in the division, Nobody was ever worried about the Eagles. I don't think people are too worried about the Giants um, because Daniel Jones is still their quarterback. And Dallas, we don't really know what that defense is going to look like. While they could score points, as long as Dak playing, they can put some points up. They're going to give them up as well. So I think once you started seeing the Giants, we knew the Eagles were going to be, wasn't going to be good and then you start really paying attention to the Cowboys. We got to see them on hard knocks. See their preseason games. I think I think I think people started really saying, I think Washington can can run it back again this year because the division isn't strong. Is it's not strong. The only thing working against Washington right now is they put up a a stat I one game I was watching where once again, no team in NFC East has won the division back-to-back since I don't know when. And even people's like, yo, we we always say how bad Washington has been. But they've won the division three times in the past, what, 15 years or eight years or something like that. Like, they have actually won the division three times. (laughs) And no team has won a division more than three times in that same period. So it's like the division is just bad you know, for all intents and purposes. So I think once people started realizing those things, then the expectation for this season kind of started leveling up, Level So it was like, yes, this is year two of a rebuild. Yes. We want to see progression, but because the rest of the division isn't strong, your, your progression should still vault you into the playoffs and possibly a division, um, well, you're, you're going to need to win a division to make the playoffs out of NFC East. I don't think I mean, any what, wild cards are coming out of the NFC East.
0: Barring injuries, which last year we were remarkably healthy considering the previous couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. So so barring ridiculous injuries or a lot more Fitz tragic than Fitz magic, there's no reason that we're not going to be in every single one of these games and shouldn't come out to be the winner, especially when it comes to these NFC East contests. Uh, that's not disrespecting those teams at all. I just – I really feel confident in this roster and the momentum they're building in this coaching staff. Oh, Maybe we I've gonna, completely got aspirin syndrome going on over here. We're going to disrespect the
2: Eagles. We disrespecting them. I, I won't disrespect the Giants <laughs> and the Cowboys. We're going to disrespect the Eagles. They're not going to Okay, be fine. Be. They're okay, not going to good. Okay, good. I'm all
1: right with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuart, real quick, and then we're going to get out of here. How many wins for the team this year?
0: Well, let's see. We got to remember it's a 17 game schedule. You yeah, did. Right. That's right. <laughs> nope. um, I think it's 11 or 12.
1: Yeah, that's up there uh, in boom territory. But uh, yeah. you know,
0: it's amazing
1: how many people have come on here, too. So, again, because people want to playoffs. Ten, 10 has kind of been like the average. Yeah, yeah. Some people on eleven, a couple on nine, but ten seems to be what most people I, are on. I think I'm gonna strength. go
0: back down and say eleven. Let me let me get off that that twelve. Let me just well, say I, mean, well, uh, I think I feel like I'm feeling like uh, yeah, I think of eleven. Yeah. yeah I, it, I just it, can't, what do you think it takes to win the division? How about that real quick? What do you? I mean, what do you think it's take to win the division? I would
1: think ten wins. About ten.
0: That seems Yeah, right. about ten.
1: I, I mean, this that, could be a top five defense, and it's not the last offense in the league. I mean, think about how good that team is last year. If they're even 15th in the league in offense,
2: and that's right. the thing, I, I think they're going as long as they can get middle of the pack on offense and yeah. stay top five on defense. Their only problems are really going to come against the elite of the elite quarterbacks.
0: The which we Pat, play like all of them this year. Yeah, the
1: Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, <laughs> um, John uh, Allen, uh, Brady again. Got to play I see, on I see, I
2: see Allen. Allen has a question mark for me and okay. because he he progressed tremendously last season, right? Gotta he, show you he, again. He gotta show me again. Like he outperformed any expectation any pundit probably had for That's him. True. Like he was like, where did this guy come from? You know, he made all the right plays, all the right decisions. Gotta show me again. So he's he's ah, but the the Mahomes, the the Brady's, the you know, if Dak is healthy, you know, Dak can spread that thing and they have the mm-hmm. weapons. Like I said, their defense Rogers. is the question mark. Rogers, those guys scare me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not scared of Justin Herbert. Um, right. I'm not scared of Daniel Jones, I'm not scared of Jalen Hurts. You know, I'm not scared of guys like that. It's the it's the elite of the elites, which we can compete, you know, with them, but it's just catching them at the right time, you know. I think catching Tom Brady anytime time before the playoffs is better than catching him in the playoffs. <laughs> catching Mahomes at any time is probably the wrong
1: time, <laughs> you
2: know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting.
1: All right, fellas. Well, I think it's easy to say that this is probably one of the best rosters that this franchise has had in quite some time. I don't think there were anything too crazy that we saw uh, Stuart, thanks for hopping on today. Who are you back Friday? Do you know? I'm I'm back on Friday. All right, we'll come back on Friday. Chris Baker's coming by the show, so that'll be a lot of fun. Yes, indeed. Right, I, got, I, I got that. I got
2: to see right. what, was, what, what was his nickname, Swaggy Swaggy Swaggy. Oh, swaggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to be on with Mr. Swaggy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll have a lot of fun, then. So come back and see us on Friday, Stuart. I'll holler at Bye, you. All right, you. All right, guys. All right, appreciate
0: you. All right.